Hello, warriors. Hey, listeners. It's Julie Brown. This is Happy Hamstrings. You can hear a whirring noise in the background. That's the air conditioner. It's compulsively been 90 degrees in my area. I've actually got some air conditioner specialists coming out here today because my little window units are not tough enough for this weather. So how are you doing? How's your practice? Did you work out today? Are you drinking lots of water? Are you getting lots of sleep? All equally important. Sleep, exercise, hope you're eating well, getting a healthy diet, a cup and a half of fresh fruits, a cup and a half of fresh vegetables. Last night I taught on Zoom and it was amazing because the practice came through fine. I almost left out a pose and then I threw in another vinyasa flow, like another sun salutation, just to get in warrior two with extended side angle. (laughs) So I don't know if I even mentioned this, but wheel pose became so much more accessible to me with blocks at a 45 degree angle propped between the floor and the wall, Uh, about shoulder width apart, easy to push up into wheel, just easier. When I do teach my Zoom class, please stay tuned for that. I want you all, anyone who's listening, I want you to come to the Zoom. You don't even have to put your camera on to participate. Just come in and be a part of this big yoga class. It's free on Zoom. I haven't got the date yet, but it'll be my final teacher training exercise. And since this has taken me so long, and I've been studying a year, and just getting up and memorizing things every day and reviewing workshops, I would be honored if you would join us, because it's not just going to be me, it's going to be other teachers as well within this group or pod. I'm really looking forward to it, not just to, I don't want to, as one of the rules is don't, don't rush the process, I don't want to rush the process at all. But I almost feel like there's just barriers and obstacles everywhere. And I want to overcome it. Watching some of these videos that I had not had access to. I don't know why that it just loaded for me recently. uh, Within my training videos. It's just amazing to sit back and watch everyone's mask. The exercise. If you've been following the podcast. You know what I mean when I say the mask. One of the exercises was to decorate a mask one side represents the outside world uh what they see and perceive that you shine out like what do you show the world and then on the inside of the mask it was what are we holding in and then the question at the end of the exercise is what are we giving up what should we give up um how does their your mask serve you that was what it was It was interesting. Actually, I'm really, really glad that video loaded for me because it was amazing. I'm into art anyway, as you mostly know. Um, Some of those were just visually just beautiful. Just, it was amazing. And then the relatable thing is that we're all giving up that this is why I'm talking about this, because if you're listening, it's relatable to everybody. We're all giving up something, right? Especially if you're a parent or if you're dealing with your parents and you're helping take care of them or any family member or friend, that's just an example. You don't even have to be a parent. But if you're a parent, I think that you probably have to wear the mask more often because this is a lot of things you can't explain to children and you don't want to try to explain to children. So I feel like parents have to wear the mask. 
uh, or teachers that, you know, that deal with children. Um, and dealing with elderly parents is a lot like dealing with a child sometimes. So sometimes it's a work-related mask. Sometimes it's um, you put up this front when you go to work. You clock in, you put the mask on. So the exercise is to question yourself. What do you give up? How does your mask serve you? What must you give up? And how can you be more you? Like, how can you let more of the good side of you come out into the world? Like, don't keep that part in. And, of course, sometimes when you're dealing with certain people, the mask serves you. You don't want to be an open book for everybody and everyone and everything. And all situations may call for a different type of mask. So this was the exercise and... I think it was good for me, and I was thinking, I feel like everybody who did it got something out of it. So if you want to do this, you just order it, do it for yourself at home. Order a paper mache mask and paint it to represent you. I tried doing it on a live broadcast, and I found myself getting very, very, like, defensive, because everybody wants to try to throw in their two cents and make suggestions without even knowing what you're working on, like, I found myself becoming very frustrated. And see, there it goes back to the four agreements. Uh, Don't take anything personally. (laughs) Um, Today I'm going to watch the Inversions Workshop again. I've got a lot more studying to do as far as my own personal studying. Like, I take it upon myself. I do my own. I've done several tests. Just during this time being at home, I've taken a course on mental toughness I've taken that course on brain science behind exercise I've taken a course on core training and this was all after the yoga and the exam and memorizing all the key points furthermore I want to do my 300 hour training and the one place that I really wanted to go is not even like, you're not going to be surprised when I tell you this pandemic, but it's clo- everything's closed. All the retreats are gone. It's all like shut down. The world's, the world's kind of on hold. And here we are in July already. So hopefully by August, we're going to be optimistic that maybe people are starting to understand. I don't know how long it will take in Alabama because Alabama's... Uh, I'm not judging, I'm just observing Alabama's kind of behind the curve on things. (laughs) We still have um, dry counties. That means you can't buy alcohol. We still have no lottery. And I don't know how much money gets spent from Alabama driving over to buy lottery tickets because they're just going to go to Georgia and spend that money anyway. So the revenue's lost on the the wastefulness that's going to happen and in the end, it's happening anyway. <laughs> the revenue's lost on Sunday sales here because alcohol. In some places right where I live, I can't buy wine or beer on Sunday. So these, I'm not saying it's archaic, but there should be the separation of church and state, in my opinion. And I feel like losing revenue is an archaic idea, especially when I know that these laws happen because of religion. <laughs> And laws, just because of separation of church and state being the American way, laws shouldn't really be influenced by a religion. And it doesn't matter which one. 
And I mean, it's kind of, (laughs) I don't want to take off on a religious tangent, but Jesus did turn water into wine, but maybe that didn't happen on a Sunday, but I think it maybe did. Anyway, the, 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 the scripture was, do not be drunk on it. You can have the wine, but don't go crazy with it. What did I take off to? <laughs> I do this one on broadcasting. If you watch my broadcast, you know, I just, I, I take off on a tangent. I begin my rants. Let's get back to the yoga. Uh, tomorrow I have two classes, belly dancing and yoga at night. Tonight on Zoom, I am teaching the core sculpt and stretch on uh, the JSU virtual fitness. It's super fun. We do a lot of standing single leg balance exercises. We do planks. I do different kinds of strength exercises. Walking push-ups are one of my favorites. I don't always do the walking push-ups and the mountain climbers, but I do like to throw those in. Tonight, I think one of the things I want to throw in is the reverse tabletop with uh, active reaching. So what does that mean? Well, when you're, sta- when you're standing on your hands and knees, you're on tabletop. Reverse tabletop is with your hands under your shoulders and your feet under your knees. You may already know that. So to add it actively and make it more Pilates-based, as you raise up your hips, you reach opposite hand to foot, lifting up your arm and leg. So with each rep, you lift up hips, extend your arm, left arm reaches right toe, right toe is going up to the sky. And this is a great core exercise. It's very challenging. I may need to practice this before I go on camera and make sure I can still do it because um, as I'm getting up into my 40s, (laughs) you'll be surprised if you don't uh, repeatedly practice an exercise, um, how quickly, how quickly that it's like your body wants to reject you doing that. So it's very important that you work out and you incorporate all planes and what do i mean by planes i don't mean airplanes i mean all planes as in don't just do um bicep curl and leg extension on the sagittal plane right in front of you do exercises on the frontal plane meaning that would go out to the side of you and you would think frontal plane means in front of you but frontal plane means like if i raise my arm up to the side and laterally lift for a shoulder raise uh that's a lat raise and it's going out on the frontal plane. These are things that I get tested on for my training. And actually the yoga test didn't have as much. I'll say this, the NASM certified personal trainer test was a lot more difficult. The Sanskrit was the hardest part of this test is knowing, knowing some of the Sanskrit terminology because Sanskrit's a dead language and really it's, only used in yoga at first it was frustrating but if you watch yogis all over the world you become aware that if you ever practice with a yogi it doesn't matter what country it is kind of beautiful that yoga shares a universal language of sanskrit and it's a lot like the way sign language is universal sanskrit if it's universal language that means all yogis if you don't understand each other's language If you practice yoga, you still have this universal language of, even if all you know is the poses, that means I could go to a class, if the instructor is German, 
and they don't speak any English. I don't know why I chose that because most most Germans do speak English. But just as an example, the teacher doesn't speak English. They speak some other language. But if they call their whole class out in Sanskrit, then I don't really need them to speak English now because I can know what pose just by them using the Sanskrit now. So this is a benefit that I didn't see coming to me. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I thought it was from beginning to finish. I was going to feel like a, woo, I've reached the finish line. (laughs) Because everybody said the same thing that went through yoga training. They all said to me, this will be, they just said life transformational. They all use the same words. This will change your life. This is life transformational. And now that I've gotten to where we're about to wrap it up, my biggest thing to say to you right now is, boy, have I got a long way to go. (laughs) I got to do the work. I'm doing the work every day. Like, I feel like I'm only, like, this isn't the end. This is really only the beginning because I have a long way to go. I've got a lot of changes to make. I got a lot of Svadhyaya. Svadhyaya. The self-discovery. The the, um, self-exploration. Because the hardest thing to do is to cut people out of your life. And you have to do that when they don't serve you. And I don't mean this in a negative way. I had a yoga student who would say, Oh, you always said let go of that which doesn't serve you. And I thought of burning bridges. She related that for some reason to burning bridges. And I said, no, no, that don't mean burn bridges. Emotionally let go of what doesn't serve you. If you need to burn a bridge, maybe you do. But don't try to burn bridges. What I mean when I say let go in my meditation and when I tell everybody to keep, you know, keep what makes you feel safe and strong. If someone in your life is challenging your mental health and your well-being, if you're not getting sleep, if you're not getting nutrition, if you're not getting what you need out of life because of a person, or if they challenge your mental health, move forward. They're not your responsibility guess who you're stuck with at the end of the day you have to take care of yourself you cannot take care of anyone else in your life if you don't take care of you so with that being said I want you to think about it if there's someone in your life that's challenging your mental health and maybe you think you can't get them like you think it's impossible to get them out of your life maybe reevaluate um just reassess things start making lists why who where keep stop start list I've talked about how Shelly had us do that my teacher had us list the keeps what you want to keep in life what you want to stop and what you want to start and also if you feel like there's a reason that's impossible to remove someone from your life go ahead and put it on paper why you don't have to have it where they can see it you can set it on fire (laughs) later in a safe place um But yes, be well, whatever that means. I've had to um, block some people on social media and it's not because I hated them. I still love these folks. However, 
I have to look out for my mental health. And when I feel like a lot of obstacles are placed in front of me, I have to decide what's important, what's, what's most important. And if I feel like I'm babysitting within a conversation, then I can't move forward. And if I feel like I'm being put last, I can't move forward. If I feel like someone's using me for their own agenda, I can't move forward. So push yourself. Don't take things personally. If someone has cut you out of, like, whatever, let them let them let you go. If someone's let you go, it took me, like, I wish I would have known this in my, when I was 18 or in my 20s. Welcome it. If someone lets you go, welcome it. Let it happen. Because the one thing I've learned from a yoga teacher training after hours of video, if someone's not in your life, that's not for you. If someone's not around or talking to you, or they're not wanting to come to my class, or if they're not wanting to be in my life, or they don't want to be my friend, that's okay. It's not for me. It's not for them. Your connection is for somebody. If you feel like that, no one is out there that will connect with you, just keep trying because that connection is meant for you and it's out there for you. Just find what you connect with and look out for your mental health. Eat a healthy meal and notice how it changes your attitude. Be happy, be healed, be free. More coming soon. Uh, that Zoom class is coming up maybe August when I finish my graduation. I'm not going to rush the process because that's one of the laws and the principles. Be, um, be well in your thought process today. Be kind to yourself and don't let the judge in your head take over. Be in control of your thoughts so that you can free other people with your words. Namaste.